today's episode, we're talking about dating yourself. And no, I'm not talking about making dated references to past pop culture, thereby revealing your age. I'm talking about an underrated act of self-care that can help you feel closer to yourself, value your relationship with yourself, and get out there and do things that you've always wanted to do. And this is the Spinster Life Podcast, the podcast that knows how to show a girl a good time. And by girl, I mean myself. It's a solo episode of the podcast because I'm making a commitment to spending more time with myself. Like, quality time. I'm an introvert, an HSP, highly sensitive person, and an only child, so I'm pretty good at being alone. But it's so natural for me that I take time by myself for granted. I'm not intentional about it, and then I just end up doing more work or watching something on YouTube and calling it me time. But it's not really. So I'm making more of an effort to date myself on the regular basis and give myself what I need by taking myself places and doing things that make me think differently about myself, which is really what dating yourself or self-dating, whatever you like to call it, is about. It's not just about taking some space for yourself or performative self-care. It's about knowing yourself on a much deeper level. Even if you've sworn off dating other people, don't want to date other people, or aren't meeting the people you want to go on dates with, you shouldn't stop dating altogether. There's one person you should always be excited to go out with, yourself. It might sound weird or desperate or lonely, but very honestly, most of the dates I went on when I was dating other people were awkward, made me feel desperate, or made me feel lonely. And I know a lot about dating. Earlier this year, I started a project all about my decade of dating, the 300 First Dates Project. I'll link the pod episode I did about it in the show notes and link to the sign up for my Substack newsletter if you want to follow along. I started the project strong and was confronting my past in a very, very uncomfortable way. But I soon realized that the whole project had morphed into something bigger and badder, something really transformative. Initially, I had set out to examine how dated affected me. And after the first four posts I wrote, it was clear to me how I've changed, but also how much further I have to go in healing from a toxic relationship with dating. It was also clear what I needed to do to undo the damage of years and years of bad dates and a bad attitude about dating. And that was date myself more. I talk about dating yourself all the time, but I've been so busy writing about it that I haven't taken the time to do it for myself. Probably also because I'm an introvert and I'm very comfortable in my own company, that it doesn't even dawn on me to take my cozy relationship with myself public. Whatever the reason, for every past date I document, I'll also be taking myself on a date to give myself what I really needed back then, but didn't get from that date. Do you want to join me? Subscribe to my newsletter on Substack and take part in a weekly date yourself discussion. You can brag about the great date you took yourself on or get some inspiration on how to spend time with yourself. Or does the thought of taking yourself on a date intimidate you? Let us know and we'll talk you through it. Because I think that spending time with yourself and celebrating your relationship with yourself is so important, but way underrated. We take it for granted that we just have a great relationship with ourselves, but how many of us actually do? Dating yourself is also not a substitute for dating another human person. It's a thing we should all do for ourselves regardless of our relationship status because it's easy to lose yourself in all the other bullshit stuff that you have to do as a human. Feeding yourself, grooming yourself to a socially acceptable level, exercising, etc., etc. So what happens when you actually take that time and take yourself out on a date? Let's find out. 
Here is part of an audio diary from a date I took myself on called Fuck Technology, inspired by how online dating broke my brain by turning finding a date into something more like online shopping than forming a real connection. And by a date I personally went on where I actually got into a fight with a guy over technology. You can find out more about that date in my Substack newsletter. The link to subscribe will be in the show notes. So first, I will take myself to the Museum of Jurassic Technology in Culver City. And then I will stop across the street to the Ripped Bodice Bookstore. And I'll end the afternoon just down the street with an old-fashioned at Oldfields. Okay, I just parked and on my way over to my first stop, the Museum of Jurassic Technology. This is my first self-date with myself in a while, so I've already broken one of my first date rules. Do not go to multiple locations, but it's okay. I trust myself. So I am here standing outside the museum, about to go in. Uh, The museum is a nondescript building off of one of the busiest streets in Los Angeles. And there's no cell phones allowed inside, which is fitting because it's a museum about old technology. So I'll tell you all about it when I'm done. Well, that was uh, like a dark academia wet dream in a Victorian Porter's mansion. Like a lair in Doctor Strange or Umbrella Academy. Lots of miniatures, dioramas, Victorian bric-a-brac, old wives' tales, gallery of oil portraits of dogs of the Soviet space program. And you drink tea on a roof with doves. I don't like birds flapping in my face, so I wasn't that into it, but it's still kind of charming in a way. Just a bizarre little place, and you know what? I'm kind of into it. I'm glad I came on a rainy day. It just seems like way more fitting to explore it when it's rainy and dark outside. So unfortunately, I walked in there with a headache, which is now much worse from all the old-time 3D technology, and the dim lighting, so I won't be going to the bar because a drink is going to make this headache ten times worse. I'm a... I'm a little disappointed, but I am still going to take myself across the streets to the Ripped Bodice Bookstore. Okay, I just got out of the bookstore. Um, I really like bookstores. I forgot how much I like bookstores. Even though I don't read a lot of romance, I still could have spent the whole day in there choosing books to read. They have uh, this fun little thing uh, at the Ripped Bodice called Blind Date with a Book. And that is exactly what I went there to buy. So you buy a wrapped book, and there's a short description of the book on the outside, so you can't judge a book by its cover. So here is the logline for the one that I chose. A woman trying to renovate her $1 house on the Amalfi Coast runs into a hometown-loving Italian architect who can't help but give her a hard time. It's giving me Hallmark movie, Villa in Tuscany vibes. Uh, I also think that I might hate it a little bit because it's got that enemies to lovers kind of thing going on, which I never like because it's always the woman telling the man to leave her alone and not being listened to and being told that she's sort of like a, that she's a killjoy or she's no fun or she can't take a joke or whatever. So we'll see. But I'm going to wait to unwrap it until I'm getting my drink. So the surprise will have to wait for another day. So now on to the second part of my date. I'm headed to the barn now. My headache went away. And I'm taking myself to happy hour at Oldfields to have that old-fashioned and read my blind date with a book book. 
Mission accomplished. Date completed. I just spent an hour lost in a book, sipping an old fashioned, which is one of my favorite cocktails. I came here for happy hour and the bar was empty when I got here, which feels a little bit like cheating, but I got my old fashioned. It's not the best one I've ever had, which is a little bit disappointing. I wanted that maraschino cherry. You know the good ones. It's a little bit surprising because this bar is one of my favorites. Usually they can muddle the hell out of a cocktail, but you know what? It was still tasty and uh, still a nice accompaniment to a book. And the book, from the description, I thought I might not like the relationship between the two protagonists because I thought it might be a little too combative. These types of stories usually have more tension, like sexual tension, but the tension is just them disagreeing. And it's usually a woman saying, no, you annoy me, and the man being delighted at pushing that woman's buttons. But so far, there's none of that, which is great. The only annoyance the protagonist encounters is red tape and bureaucracy and just general construction-related delays. And yes, I get it. It's more exciting to have the couple flirt more openly and get together sooner, but this book is building an actual foundation for these two to get together in the end. So I'm excited to see what happens next. I think overall that this was a pretty successful self-date. It was filled with the things that I like, which are not necessarily things that everyone else likes. I like museums, I like bookstores, I like reading, I like sipping a cocktail and just not getting shit-faced. Which is part of what self-dates are for, checking in with yourself and doing things you really love doing and doing them because you want to and not because you think you should. Besides having a nasty headache for part of it, I will give it an eight out of 10 stars. So now's your turn. I wanna hear about a date that you took yourself on. So thanks for coming along with me on this date with myself. If you want to read more about my disaster date with a Facebook groupie, subscribe to the Substack newsletter. You'll also get new episodes of the podcast in your inbox as soon as they're released. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Instagram at Living the Spinster Life. I'm also on YouTube. The channel handle is The Spinster Life. Thanks for listening.